Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk animated shows and movies here, especially Miraculous Ladybug and the Owl House. Find everything about us at OverlyAnimated.com. I'm your host, Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Delaney Stilball. Hey, y'all. And Alex Bonilla. Hello. We are back to talk Dead End Paranormal Park Season 2, which dropped last week on Netflix, and we have seen the entire season, and we will discuss everything about this big season of Dead End. Uh, we previously discussed Season 1 of Dead End, so you can check out that podcast. Um, search on, on Overly Animated for it, or you can... Uh, Check wherever you're listening to the podcast, search our feed prior to it. I thought it was like more than like four months ago, but apparently that was all it was. Uh, But that was surprising when I looked back on when Dead End Season 1 came out. It felt like longer. Uh, We So we're not we're going to get into spoilers right away. However, we did have a spoiler free section at the beginning of our Season 1 podcast. So check that out. If you've not checked out Dead End, you want to hear what we think about it. uh, I would find the Season 1 podcast list in the beginning of that and you can hear our general thoughts. So, we are going to uh, put up a spoiler warning for Season 2 of Dead End Paranormal Park here, Uh, which uh, I will say, I think we didn't know it existed during that first podcast. I saw Hamish, creator Hamish Dale on Twitter call us the middle chapter, so I am presuming there will be a Season 3 at some point soon. Definitely a setup at the end of the season to... Uh, to continue on, yeah. Yeah, and I presume that they have made it, or, like, they're finishing it up. Like, I think this was probably a 30-episode order type thing, like uh, Kipo got. Because, you know, this season came out very quickly after the last one, so they, it was made alongside season one, you would assume. Okay, but uh, potential middle season of Dead End. Uh, we've seen it all. Again, spoiler warning for all of season two of Dead End. Let's get into it, Delaney. What did you think of this season? It was great. This good old dead end. <laughs> um, I feel like this season didn't take as long to kind of like kick into gear as the first season. Like it, it was a little bit less monster of the week, which is fine. Um, which isn't nothing. Which isn't necessarily like a bad thing about season one. Um, this season hurt me emotionally, but that's rude. What what hurt you? Um, Badia being straight is the worst thing that's ever happened. <laughs> like, really? And also, um, if I had a nickel for every time someone has to, like, confess their feelings and get rejected on a Ferris wheel, I'd have two nickels, but still. Super weird. Yeah. Uh, credit, so t- credit Tanya Kipo. for that. For, uh, yes, Kipo, Kipo is yes, the other credit, one. Yeah, credit to Tanya. Tanya thinks she's real funny. Um, no, that's a good shout. It is. Uh... Also, the animation this season was like not that the animation was like bad last season, but um, I really enjoyed what they were doing with um, like the Ring of Fire and like there was just there's been some really gorgeous shots this season. Nice. Oh, and then also they killed the dog. That's messed up. Like, what's wrong with the show? Yeah, so much messed up. But... And then I guess technically he's not dead, but I'm still mad about it. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll discuss if he's dead. I was like, are you serious? Especially after the first season where they faked. Killing Pugsley, like, come on, guys. Any any one favorite part of the season, Delaney? I really liked the wrestling episode and the Evil Twin episode, and also I'm kind of into Zagan and Norma. Like, I'm, it's kind of a thing. Okay, is that is that happening in season three? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, we're gonna get your favorite thing. We're gonna have like Dark Norma. 
Uh, yeah. I mean, did Norma's evil twin count as dark normal? Well, no, I mean, like, Norma's, like... The actual dark normal. Yeah. The actual dark normal. Dark Norma's, normal like, anything's was... hurt us. I want to hurt them back. Like, what are you going to do, Norma? Jeez. I mean, you can get the demons on your side, apparently. Yeah. I mean, when you have a vampire girlfriend. <laughs> okay. Which, that's... how does that work? Was she, like, already a demon and she's a vampire, or... Uh, these are good questions. Okay, maybe we'll maybe it's we'll like, discuss. It's like um, Marceline from Adventure Time. <laughs> yeah, I, I I interpret it as Sagan was human and she's a demon because she's a vampire now. But I don't know. Uh, we'll we'll get into it. Okay, uh, Alex, what about you? What did you think of Dead End season two? Uh, I definitely had fun with it. Um, I agree with Delaney that it uh, because it's not doing the monster of the week um, structure, it it, it gets. Uh, it gets going into its plot pretty fast. And I mean, I definitely, pre- after la- first season being very demon heavy, it's night, it, it, it does feel like a, a, a bre- like a real shake up to explore more of the angel side of things in this season and like get a look at that whole aesthetic. I mean, especially near the end of the season where we're like fully on in the angel realm, uh, they're, they're having a lot of fun with the designs of the characters and just the look of the place. Um, I really liked. Um, I think that uh, it continues to be a strength uh, when when they have time to look into the uh, character, the, our main character struggles, especially Bar- Barney and Norma, and you know them fi- uh, figuring themselves out and how uh, how to relate to the people around them um, <laughs> in different ways. I, I think that uh, at least for me, like I. For me, my favorite part of the show is that side of things versus the a- the actual angel demon story. Like I just like seeing you know no no, no especially Norma this season like you know go through the roller coaster of emotions and try to figure out like who she can like trust and uh, talk about these things with and like come to her conclusions. Like it's it's great to it, it feels great. It feels very rewarding to see that stuff um, follow through. Um and uh yeah so like it. it it goes. Uh, it, it definitely goes pretty quickly, and I think that um, I, I would like. I, I would like to talk about some of the story stuff because I, I feel like there's probably stuff that I overlooked or I got lost at times because of how like uh, compl- complicated it sometimes feels. But uh, it's. Um, I, I'm interested to see where where season three goes. But yeah, I, I think the strength of this remains uh, Barney and Norma. Um, just you know living life and <laughs> trying to figure out how to how to exist um amidst all this chaos yeah okay we'll we'll try to hit on the major plot stuff also we'll see if we have some answers uh agree i liked uh the season of dead end a lot and uh i agree with alex the the highlights being the character work of the season and kind of the character arcs um norma was fantastic this season uh i think that's that's a big highlight uh, episode seven with, uh, Norma being by talking to her mom. This is by far my favorite part of the season. Episode seven. I love it so much. I rewatched it today. I am completely in love with everything about this episode and definitely going to talk about it all here. Um, the plot stuff. I, I, I'm also not as, as into the angel demon stuff as everything else in the show. And I think we talked about that at the end of the season one podcast. It's like, okay, the musical episode, great. The actual finale. Um, I mean, it was fun, but like, do we, how much do we care about this, 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 uh, demon world kind of thing? And so I think season two goes heavy into it, right? So that, that's a little bit of, uh, 
if you're not as into that stuff, I think that can be a little bit of a challenge. I think it got there in the end. I think it was very fun stuff in the last two episodes. So we'll talk about that. That being said, I still wasn't as into the Angel stuff before kind of the finales episodes. Um, and how about this is one of my strongest takes of the season. Uh, I we got to episode seven um, and eventually it becomes clear that here Pauline is back. And I missed her so much. I <laughs> I missed Pauline so much before episode seven. Oh my gosh! Wow. I was I, I I didn't know I loved Pauline so much. I'm such a Norm is not a stan anymore, but I'm a Pauline stan. Wow. And I thought she was so funny in the last few episodes. Um, and that I guess it's like overall with the season, it felt like we traded Pauline a little bit for Angel lore. Um, and I did not like that trade personally. Mm-hmm. Just me though. Uh. Not like we got a ton of Pauline until like the second half of the first season, but I feel like she was present in a lot in the general world of the show. And that's that was just so fascinating to me. You know, like what is this park in this world where she's like this big star? Um, and uh, it, it definitely a lot less of that until episode seven of the season. And then, uh, but it delivered once once she got back into the mix. So, um, I, I was uh, really loving when Pauline came back and, uh, yeah, I mean, the finale, and then I guess the other really big impressive thing about the uh, finale is that it really incorporates every episode from the season and makes them all feel important at the end, even though I felt, even if they weren't Monster of the Week, I was like, okay, this feels, uh, maybe everything that's happening in this episode isn't super consequential. It all gets tied together at the end. I did think that was uh, pretty, pretty cool. Um, and, you know, I like revisiting past episodes and stuff. So I think there's definitely a lot to like here in... Paranormal Park season two. What about season two versus season one for you guys? Not that important to to compare them or anything, but I'm just kind of curious which you liked better. I would say I, I think that the surprise of how how well season one really got me like has not been overtaken yet by by season two. Um, also, like I gotta the 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 musical episode of season one was so, was was so good and like you you really feel it missing after this season I'm like uh, there's a couple of like good original music bits in in this season but like the the, the power of the full musical episode to the point where I think in the previous podcast we were like if you wanted to just watch that one that would be like <laughs> okay because uh, like uh, how good it was so like uh, so the, there's there wasn't really an, a, a a specific episode that rose to that so it, it, that that would be my main reasoning for for picking season one. Like I said, season two is a fi- is fine. It's a, it's I mean, you could make the argument maybe that it's more consistent than season one, but I, I think season one had higher highs. Delaney, what about you? I mean, I agree. And it's like that season one just has that like new magic, and then again, you can't top the musical episode. It's too good. Yeah, I also I think I also am on season one. Um, I do think season two is probably like quote unquote better written. Like I like I yeah. said, it's it's really impressive uh, at the end. Uh, everything tying together, everything feeling important. All the arcs are incredible. Uh, but I agree. Like season one just felt really special. And I think in this type of show, sometimes it's like, uh, whoa, this this incredible new show. And then I, I maybe Kipo felt this way too. Even though yes, I thought season Kipo- two was. Even, even though season two is the best season to keep, it's just like it, it, season one felt so special. And then it's like, okay, you're coming in with the season two very quickly, similar Netflix, similar format, episode order. And it's like, oh, okay, well, I feel settled in now, you know, in, in the second season. Um, so I, I don't know. It's a weird effect, I think. Um, 
That, and again, I, I agree, though, we were missing the musical episode. Not, I, I was wondering if it would be a one per season thing when it got to the end. I didn't know. Uh, but I mean, that would have been probably too much for them to, to do. It probably would have made me feel like 5% better if Pugsley died and it was a musical episode. <laughs> Feed a tragic death uh, song. He, he, well, he got his tragic death song. He did yeah. get his song. Yeah. I was intended. Did they play it? Yeah. Uh, so they get a one song. Um, will we get, if there's a season three, will we get another musical episode at the end of the show? I think we deserve one. Yeah, I hope so. Patrick Stump is still around in this season. <laughs> so, Yeah, maybe. Um, or at least, and definitely at least like another song. Yeah. I, I hope so. Uh, okay, any... Uh, yeah, so the, the general general thoughts there on season two. Let, let's, let's talk about the big large stuff in the finale. I think that's what people are going to be uh sitting on i mean probably a lot of people binged right away and it's old news by now but you know it's only been a week we can go over the the things while they're still somewhat fresh at the end uh what did we think to uh, hear the i think these are the two big reveals i mean there's a lot of big things that happen but these are like twists i guess um this first one certainly is a big twist the watcher the angel we see at the end of season one is built up kind of throughout gradually throughout the season and then it is revealed that it is his future pugsley Time travel paradoxes. We yay. Delaney, what was your reaction to this? I was. I mean, I was kind of shocked. Tanya had like picked up on it. Uh, how, we what's still... there to pick up on? Uh the voice actor. Like yes, she, yes. she, he sounded similar, so that's how she figured that out. But she wasn't a hundred. She didn't like know. She wasn't like a hundred percent. Yeah, Alex, were you surprised? Um, a little bit. Um, I, I think it began clicking for me once he began having the premonitions and the watcher was showing up in his, in his premonitions. Like that, that are that began to feel feel suspicious. Um, but yeah, like I guess I don't recall there being like time traveling stuff in the first season, unless I'm misremembering. But it felt like you know, like okay, we're uh, this is already a bunch of like magic uh, demon stuff. So like just throwing that into it's like yeah, okay, I guess that's a thing in here too. Uh, <laughs> just like figuring out how the loop works. Um, uh, it was um, especially the 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 scene where they go back to um, P- uh, Pugsley and Barney being uh, united for the first time, and Bugsy and the little bots, and they get to reuse that scene a couple of times in that episode. It's 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 very it's cute, and also it's uh, it's um, it was effective. We go back uh, in the past to traumatize Pugsley. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was I was shocked when this happened. I didn't get spoiled. I was very happy about that. Uh, it's uh, I, I think it's like it's it's very impactful. I think it's really fun. Um, I think maybe felt feels a little silly. It could be. Uh, I mean, the fact that like the most magical, like powerful sorcerer in the multiplane is a dog is a bit ridiculous. But like, whatever. Yeah, I mean, whatever. I think. Um, thinking about this twist i think it's really good and really well set up and they they go they you know they once do, we they do set it up really well yeah and once you once you're like oh the 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 visions he was having with the ring and that ties into what's going on there and when you go and i loved them going back and revisiting all the episodes including season one episodes i think that was really well yeah done. yeah uh but and I, so i think i think it's like really it's it's like a, in that regard it's like a really good twist um the only thing i'm like a little iffy on is like why why pugsley specifically needs to be the watcher from their yeah. perspective um you know i, oh, I so didn't just like accidentally ended up with magic right and it's like is he when he got 
Tom Lucas's magic? Is he the most powerful being in the universe? I didn't think that was a thing. I wasn't. I, I don't. Right, it's, it's definitely unclear. Right. Like if if he's the only one capable of becoming the Watcher, then it's like, whoa, you know, I'm not sure if the, I don't know if the, if the season convinced me that it needed to be Pugsley, you know, um, to fulfill this. But it, it, it maybe it was like a, it just turned out this way. But then it's like, you know, Fingers orchestrated everything. Um, yeah. Also, Fingers is so creepy. I, I love fingers <laughs> okay we can talk about fingers your fingers stan alex i mean i just i like his look i like his creepiness i, I like that he just like pops up everywhere even though like he's a giant hand <laughs> like uh it, it's the it's the right amount of of uh weirdness and creepiness to be uh, uh to be a villain for um but like at the beginning of the season like you know they're they're trying to frame it, it was like oh i'm just here because like i want to help out i'm like so, but also for the fact that like at the end of the season we already saw that the angel that one angel looked kind of creepy so it's like oh maybe i guess just everybody from the angel world looks creepy i guess we gotta deal with this maybe they're good and they just look creepy but uh then you know it all it, it becomes more uh clear as time goes on there's just has, like sh- shady white diamond like vibes yeah, yeah finger fingers is white diamond yeah yeah so cre- creepy bad or creepy good for you creepy bad terrifying creepy terrifying. bad in a good way <laughs> yeah i think for me fingers introduction was i like that and i like that he sticks around that's another example of the season being real really well orchestrated um and then i like him in the finale episodes there's uh, the highlight is when in like the finale he's chasing after uh the non the non-main characters i don't know before they get into the, the elevator and it's like some incredible animation with like the hand running oh yeah i really enjoyed courtney um nodding himself up that was the best that was good yeah yeah and then the veiny fingers in the last in the last oh. episode oh. i will say in in between the ending and and the for his first episode i don't know if i was a big fan of fingers and his presence on the show <laughs> Uh, he's a creeper but it ended up being worth it for sure regardless um but he's also he's like quote-unquote god's right hand yes and i do you know and he ends up we could have this as a big reveal too fingers is uh hands of the the head angel at least the head angel of this level yeah yeah, I, I feel weird saying that the heads of them are the god and devil because, like, it doesn't real. This, at this point, this doesn't really fit with like any 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 type of mythology, really. It's just its own thing. But right. yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't think that we're going for a specific matching to. Also, uh, they all, they were only on floor four. Right, so there could be ones above. That's pa- true too. Yeah, I mean, pa- yeah. So this is Payel, I guess, is as fingers mutters when he's dying. I guess is his uh, boss slash person he's an appendage to um and uh yeah so pale probably our villain of the last season but there could be people above him for all we know yeah and we get further clarification on the whole elevator and the the flo- the levels the floors and uh kind of what's going on there in the whole mythology with the show um so i think yeah i think and another th- okay another thing another big reveal i think for me was we have this mystery with courtney the whole season where's courtney from and then we figure out if courtney is a fallen angel duh, duh. yeah what'd you what was your reaction to this one delaney i mean if she's not a demon that was kind of like the assumption that she has to be an angel but then it's kind of like what happened what like and then it's like did she just break like what yeah, we don't know the specifics yet of of uh, so the, the, we we meet kind of the circular angels and then 
Courtney is is fallen because the her horns, I guess, were once a circle. Uh, Alex, what do you think? So, like, on the one hand, I, I'm I'm into it because like it does explain a bit of you know why Courtney is uh, more willing to go along with helping out the um like if we're, if we're again this might be like just pasting the uh general usual mythology around angels but if the idea is that like in an ideal world angels want to help then it makes sense that courtney was willing to go along with the situation but like on the other hand i feel like it kind of diminishes then the 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 win of courtney as a demon like get being won over to like barney and norma's side and like uh, stopping the demon war like it, it it like there's there's no longer like it was truly a, rebe- a a rebellion or like it's just like she was subconsciously doing the job that she's supposed to be doing like the, the so like that's like a thing where i'm not sure i'm totally into that necessarily but like i i think it makes sense that, that's where i'm at like it, it makes sense but like i'm not sure i like that that it makes sense i haven't really thought about it on that level yet was the, did the show bring that up, or is this you extrapolating from? This is me extrapolating because, like, I I don't know that the uh, I don't think necessarily we're supposed to think that like angels are good or demons are like uh, we we are we I think it does make clear that demons are not totally bad like they want to do their own thing and but it, it's unclear if like the angels like taking it upon themselves to regulate the world is like totally an evil thing or like a thing that needs to happen to some extent they're just overreaching like that part like what the role of the angels is i'm still not totally clear and so that's why i'm like uh, so the fact that courtney is like help it helps out with that in first season like it, it it has a different light now that we know that she's an angel yeah it's interesting that Courtney's actions in the first season in a new light. My my personal interpretation of the angels, I think you're supposed to like, like, oh, they're angels. They're good in the beginning of the season. And it's like slowly like, oh, are they angels? And then in the finale, I feel like it's full on, they're full on fascists in the last two episodes, like, re- like pruning undesired outcomes, you know, think giant villainous fingers, um, I've enslaving the fallen angels you know uh I, I i feel like this is full heel turn angels are are bad in our eyes so i i see you know norma at the end going mm-hmm. to the demons to attack the angels as like i were on her side at least i was uh, in that moment what do you think delaney i mean they're definitely going very like order versus chaos yeah and it's how like the answer is like somewhere in the middle but we have to like play this little game yeah, I mean, I think that that is in that that is probably ultimately what it is. It's like you know, there's probably some good angels, some good demons, some bad demons, etc. But I don't know. I definitely left. This could just be me personally. I definitely left the season more on the much more on the demon side than the. Well, angel yeah. Side. Well, that's the thing too. Is like, I mean, when you think, I mean, there seems to be like a lot more demons. Yeah, and that's the thing. We haven't really seen a lot of angels outside of the finale episode. And, like, we we've been to more than one, like, quote-unquote demon worlds. Than, yeah, true. Like, angel worlds. So I'm not, I'm not really sure, like, their deal. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's just floor four. Yeah, who knows? 
Uh, also, like I, I don't, since you brought up Norma um, <laughs> coming to the demons there, like uh, that bringing back to the idea of Dark Norma being a thing in season three, like what she's doing there is like she's setting up this like ma- giant war that Pugsley is right. uh, is pr- having a premonition about the entire season. So like even if he's not the Watcher, Norma is kind of like putting this into motion that it'll kind of still happen anyway, just, and they'll have to figure out a different way to resolve it than they would have if Pugsley had become the To be fair, Pugsley, like, resolved it by, like, killing everyone. Right. So that that's a wrong, probably not the most efficient way to resolve the the, the giant uh, universal yeah, war the between Yeah, the war's over. Everyone's gone. No, but what I'm saying is, like, Norma appealing to the head demon to go, go fight against the angels, I think there's still going to be a war that happens anyway. Right. Yeah, I think that's a good call, maybe in some form, but... Um, also, yeah. like, they can't, I mean, they show us, like, supposedly who would be, like, the demon queen. Granted, they tell us that they're like, we just made all of that up. Like, it's all, we just made it up. Right, yeah, so they, they arbitrarily assign themselves the royal family. Uh, but I we, do we, enjoy we, that, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, I like that. But, yeah, I think it's it probably some form of conflict. I think, you know, dark Norma aside, I don't think Norma will escalate it to the point of mass casualties. I have faith in her to not to not try to take it that far. That being said, I mean, is it, you know, I think the finale raises the questions. Is something like that justified when the angels are controlling everyone's destinies? I mean, that probably deserves some sort of uh, large uprising to this extent. It's uh, and I, I, I guess without the Watcher, they're compromised. I don't know. But the fact that they're willing to do all that, it's re- really not a good look. So I, I understand where we're coming from with that here. Also, we destroyed the prison. So like. Yes. Freed the prisoners. Did Is the prison dead? I don't remember. Did it, did the whole thing go down? Yes. Okay. It exploded. Good. Prison abolition. We love it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> see, uh, let's let's start where we leave off at the end of the finale. Let's talk because there's a lot of stuff happening here. Um, so the Pugsleys sacrifice themselves, uh, but then right at the end we hear Pugsley saying, "Where am I?" or something like that. Right. So yeah, Pugsley alive in some form. Where's Pugsley? So- so this is like another question I have. Like in this world where there are demons and angels, and you can transfer between realms, is is an afterlife like separate from all this? Is that just another level? <laughs> like we do, which we do have that where they're trying to like pop on um, Barney ascending or whatever, like ex- accepting. Oh yeah, yeah. And then um, the ex-husband gets it. So I don't know. Like that seems different. <laughs> there, yeah, ghosts can move on. Um... When we were in the demon world in season one, was there ever anything about the fact that these are former humans? I don't remember. I don't think so. Yeah, my my interpretation of the whole angel demon thing here, and I've seen a few shows do this, like we like the angel demon aesthetic, but we it's not that we're associating it in any substantial way with the kind of Christian uh, mythology. So there's no necessarily, necessarily like a cause correlation between someone dying and being a demon like it could all be separate in this world yeah i think a lot of it is like they might do stuff like that's more like to like make jokes but i don't think it's there's anything like uh very clear yeah i think there's a lot of levels maybe one of the levels is the afterlife but not necessarily like 
the demon city at the bottom is is hell. I don't, I don't think it's right, like, right, like, right. That and like it just like it's all blurry when I was like, where am I? So like it it feels more like limbo, you know? Like uh, I don't know where we're <laughs> where we are. I can't tell what 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 form I am right now. Like it yeah, could be something like that. Some sort of limbo. I like that call. Pugsley's in the in between. Yeah, some 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 form. Which we were in the in between in season one. Oh yeah, this show had its own in between. I was being, I was joking and referencing Alice, but he oh, could yeah, literally be in the in between. Um, that was like Barney in the tunnels or something like yeah. that. Ah, I forgot about that's that. That's probably that's probably a great call. Is like the most likely place Bugsley is. And then we bring, and the show loves to tie everything and bring stuff back. So I, I, I could totally see that. Okay, Pugsley maybe in the in between. Uh, Fingers is cut off by Payal at the end. Um, yeah. Which is an interesting move if you're pale, because this is like, Fingers was like doing your work, right? Even if he failed. So yeah. I feel like the look from pale is like not, it's it's not a, a, a accomplish my goals at a cost. It's like, I have like this system of you fail me, you get cut off. It's it, it's kind of interesting ca- uh, character they're setting up here. Um. So yeah, any, any immediate pale theories for... Moving forward. I don't know. He looks creepy. Yeah. <laughs> He's always in the shadow. I, I feel like I could never, I, I couldn't get a handle for he has like a really big head. what it is. I know. And the, the, the structure of this angel, any, their role, anything like that. Yeah. I feel like the best sense I got is like I said, the kind of moral system that they have uh, at the ends which is which should be interesting uh i was interested in this one barney goes off with logs at the ends and they drive off somewhere yeah like what bye barney yeah bye barney you're gone from season three i guess (laughs) i like i like a barney barney logs road trip they were like talking about summer ends okay which obviously, like, I mean, if it's just like the end of summer is like the end of season three, that's fine. But. So they they think Pugsley's dead, right? So Bar- they, Barney, no, Barney needs uh, some space, yeah. I guess. Um, yeah. They, I, how how long? As always with shows, it's like how long are they separated, Delaney? How long are we gonna do this? Oh, I give it three episodes. <laughs> yeah, gotta give that. Gotta get Barney normal back together. Um. So that yeah, and but and I like that. Uh, we'll talk about him in logs more. Uh, Norma is uh, got dead end back up and running, and does like a test run with yeah. Barbora. Um, that's uh, that's fun. Let's go back to the original purpose of the show: is they're working at the dead end attraction. Um, and uh, but yes, we've been discussing. Norma goes down, and uh, Tamalukas, Zagan, and their mother. Uh, beseeches them to fight against the angels uh so yeah interesting move from nora yeah you guys bring bring up dark dark nora um i don't are we supposed to see it this way i'm not sure i don't i don't know but it's it's interesting like what is this going to entail yeah is this is this like the result of her character because she's like Go, going for it more right like is, is that i think that's part of what's going on well i think um, also just they're all hurt yeah it is it's very fast there's a lot to process at the end of the episode and then it's like okay what state is norma in now after these traumatic events how long has it been um the process i do the process norma's though is right there with zagan at the end setting up season three so that is very uh 
interesting for the Norma Zagan ship hopes. <laughs> Delaney, is this a real thing, Norma Zagan? Like, are we, is this, do you think the show would actually do this? I don't know. See, the tweet we're going to talk about in a minute um, has thrown a wrench. Okay, we'll come back, we'll come back to that. Yeah, I, I will say, I was like wondering about the ages, but then uh, they make clear that Zagan was turned at 16. Yes. So it's eternally 16. And then at some point they call Norma 17, which I forgot about. And so it could, it just could work here. She's celebrated 16th for a thousand something years, right? Is that what's going on? Yeah. Falling in love with a vampire is always complicated with stuff like this. Oh, the Twilight (laughs) Twilight season three. Yes. Let's do it. Okay, I, I, th- I think I'd at least explore this. I mean, we really set it up here. Um, and then Vadya and then is like, oh no, I do like Norma. And Vadya's like, this is my fault. I set them up. Drama. Yeah, let, let's that, talk that about that be, now. That could be a whole two episode thing. <laughs> let, let, since we're already, we're already talking about this, any other thoughts on the uh, the ending stuff? Bring back Pugsy. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll get Pugsy back. Uh, the Watcher design was cool, and his his whole vibe was cool, and I uh, I, I don't think there's a way to get that back for season threes, but uh, I had a good run. Yeah, I I, I like the Watcher. That was it was really intriguing at the end of last season. I agree, I had a good run. But I assume we'll move on to bigger and probably not better angels, but it's hard to be hard to be worse than the Watcher. It's kind of <laughs> controlling everything like that yeah i guess we don't really have a with fingers cut off like we don't have a setup for like another like like we just have the big bad of of pale we don't really have anybody else to um and they like presumably don't know about pale yeah they don't they don't know i i think yeah the the setup is that is pale yeah but i mean i I guess we didn't know about fingers in season one (laughs) he just showed up and he did he just showed up right but it could you know fingers is you know easier for the fingers to show up than the whole body right so i think we're getting harder hard to see the pale being like an every episode thing instead of just like a thing at the end but you know i am we're wondering is there a known above pale what's what's the demons are all that's true too maybe pale isn't the big bad maybe there's another bigger bad uh, yeah out there yeah i'm wondering because we're clearly on floor four so i think that's kind of interesting um but yes, yeah, so we can get into I think this is the number one thing Delaney wants to talk about. So we'll talk about Norma's crush and then we can talk about Norma being bi right after this and kind of yeah, obviously related. But uh, but Norma's big character arc this season, at least in terms of the plot, is we. So where were we in last podcast? Right. Like, I think we were like, does Norma have a does are Norma and Badia going to be a thing? I think we were questioning it. Yes, well, it's hinted at a little bit in the finale. Yeah, but I don't know if... We, I, I feel like I probably said no. I don't remember, though. Um, but we start the season, it's like, oh, oh, yeah, th- we're doing this. <laughs> like, uh, Norma has a crush on Badia, episode two. Uh, I love I love how the show went right into it. Like, and and with Barney and Logs. That that yeah. I definitely love about this season. Also, so, just, like, also, what a gay thing to do is just tell you I love you, like... 10 minutes into the relationship. Good job, guys. Yeah, good job, guys. Well, Della, how do you feel about people falling in love uh, while doing a podcast together? Oh, 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 man. Episode two was made for me. I was was like, of course they're doing a podcast. Yeah, we could talk about this now, but uh, this season, I mean, The Dead End is known for its, like, incredible representation. 
And oh. obviously the best representation this season and oh, I, I felt so spoken for was that of a podcaster. Uh, like what amazing podcaster representation. No show we've ever covered has had such amazing podcaster representation <laughs> as, <laughs> as Dead Ends. I feel so seen. Oh <laughs> but, my god! <laughs> all all that sexy sound editing footage. Ooh ah! I can't believe Norma was editing the podcast episode too with sound waves on the screen. Ah, oh, I I love it. So I will much. say it was great, but like Gord was just also okay. Um, the character of the season is Gord. Uh okay. Yeah. What was your favorite Gord moment? What does Gord do? Uh, well, he tell he gets. Um, everybody to come help them when in the finale. Yeah, I think the best for yeah. me the best Gord scene in this what episode nine. Norma's like Gord's gonna go tell everyone, and there's like action music, and then he just like flushes it, like go flush himself down the toilet or something, or like. Uh, well, like, he was like he's like find a way out, and he goes down the toilet. Yeah, and it's like oh no. Gord's now, the best good. is when Gord makes it back to dead end, and the elevator opens, and he just makes like an air raid siren sound. Oh yeah, like oh well, yeah, you got to go help. He was actually helpful there. Yeah, yeah, but it was so good. Like, A+. Yeah, yeah go, a lot of good, fun Gord stuff here. I agree. Um, and yeah, uh, Norm, Norma and Badia podcasting together. Uh, Par- Paranorma with Badia and Norma. What do we think of the name of this podcast? It's terrible, but it's great. <laughs> <laughs> I think Badia should fight for representation in the name of the podcast. Right now it's just Norma. You know, but Norma's the host and is and Padia, Padia's the co-host. We're going to change our podcasting to Overly Dylan. Yeah, no, got to get no. my name in there, right? Every every podcast name should have my name in it. <laughs> oh, you, it could be like Rick and Morty episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every we're going to do Rick and Morty episodes with our all all the hosts of that Rick podcast names are in also there. did podcast. There, yeah, Rick and Morty also they pod, did oh, a podcast. Oh, I haven't this watched season. yet. I'm ready. <laughs> I know you need to see it. I can't remember even what they podcasted on, but it was they, they had ripped abs and they were doing ad reads. That's yeah, all we they got. did. Have, yeah. <laughs> okay, I did see a preview with the abs. Okay. The abs. <laughs> I'm glad that we're finally like realizing that podcasting exists and is a major form of uh, what the average person does when they don't really know what to do, but they like have opinions on things, right? Yeah, they're like, I have opinions and I have a special interest. I'm going to start a podcast. This is such an underserved uh, plotline activity (laughs) in in all yeah. forms of media. Uh, also, I should chat our, our most recent season of Harley Quinn also has a character doing a podcast. Um, the, uh, the, 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 the short, uh, the short guy, um, <laughs> Dr. Psycho. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now, well, look, we're doing it. We're doing podcast. Okay. <laughs> we love the podcast. Ever. They fall in love on a podcast. Oh my gosh. We love it so much. Okay. But you, so, uh, Norma has a crush then episode five. Norma's trying to confess to Badia. Then Badia says she's straight, and then episode... Which is, like, the worst thing that's ever happened. We'll talk about it, and then episode six... The reverse Kipo. Badia's trying to set up uh, Nor- Norma with a reverse Kipo, yeah, so it is. I had to pause it, like, when there's talking about Sagan and whatever her boyfriend's name is, and then I was like, oh no, I was like, Badia, no. <laughs> right, it's like, kind of, it's like, Badia, no, but at the same time, I guess she was on it, to see, right? Like, yeah. uh... It kind of worked out. It's like, yeah. Spot, yeah. It's, yeah, I feel like that's like a realistic reaction to the well intentioned friends in this situation. Look, matchmaking is never the answer. Yeah, if, if we've learned from these shows. And then in episode seven, uh, you think Norma is like still on about the body feelings, but no, it's that it's that she's bi and needs someone to talk about that. And then. Um, 
And uh, I mean, is is that is what what where where do we live off with this, Delaney? With Badia and Norma, and Norma yeah. I mean, I feel like well, Norma just needs some space. I think we're. I, don't, I mean, yeah, she got her space in seven, and she comes back, and they're good now, right? So Norma's like practicing lines so. when when she's walking in to say. Yeah, and then they're like, and she already has like their outings planned. Yeah, yeah. So they're good now. Yeah. Um, one of their lines she breaks. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you're straight. And she doesn't go with that one. Um, she should have gone with that one. I don't <laughs> you you would have gone with that one. True. <laughs> yeah. So it's very, yeah. it's very savage, which is in in line with the normal personality. Sometimes it's very directed to the point. Yeah, I wouldn't say intentionally savage. I think she's for the most part unintentionally savage. Um, but uh, let let me let we can set up this this these tweets I saw on Hamish Steele's. Twitter, uh, and then we can get Delaney's takes on it. So I thought this was the most notable part of of uh, all the outside stuff I've seen. So Hamish says, in one particular storyline, which I don't want to spoil, we can talk about later. If you know, you know, and if you don't, I hope let's appreciate that sometimes you got to balance. Let's give the gays everything they want with this type of queer experience rarely gets told. The storyline is based on something I went through, and all I'll say is that it isn't intended to be the end of it. My version had a happy ending, and this one will too, but we need to get through the rough patch first. Sometimes you know others better than they know themselves. Um, it sounds like Bobby is gay. Mm. Right? That la- so, right, I, right? So before that, it's like, you got to get through the rough patch. Well, by the end of the season, they got through the rough patch because they're good, right? Like Bajo and Norma, sure. they're friends again. But then that last line, uh, this was honestly, Delaney, I'm interested in you. This was kind of my interpretation of the end of the Ferris wheel episode. But just like, I str- I'm straight, I think, you right. know. So and I'm she like. She goes into like this whole little thing about it. I'm like, she totally could not be straight. Right. Like, they're pretty young. Which I will say, as someone who had a similar experience, I was like, I'm not gay. And then um, a girl showed interest in me, and I was like, wait, am I gay? The right, thing- and maybe it takes a little bit for that process at the end, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm wondering, is that where we're going in season three? Is it not? Is it that, oh, Norma and Zagan are, ha- are hanging, out, hanging out, and then Badger's like, actually, I'm jealous of this after all, and actually, I, I mean, do I'm about it. Norma. And then Zagan's going to be like, you, you're a human, whatever. Yeah, I don't know if Zagan. Yeah, I don't think Zagan will be that heartbroken. Could just be normal liking Zagan, one sided or something. Um, but yeah, Delaney, you so you 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 had a uh, uh, big reaction to Badia being straight. But di- but like, what about your analysis, kind of of the how this was handled by the show? Well, it was done really well. Um, um, I don't know. I was kind of getting that sinking feeling because of like. One, they just kept doing it. Granted, there was like all sorts of things going wrong with this um, Ferris wheel ride. And then also the focus with Pugsley being like, I don't want you to get hurt, which is like, oh, so sweet. Yeah. Yeah. And then I love Norma's line, uh, Norma to Pugsley at the end of the episode, being like, it's it's okay. Sometimes. Yeah. She's like, do, you, do I need to get, like, do you need permission? Like, yeah. I, I give you permission for my feelings to get hurt. I, I did really like that. And like, this isn't, like, this is a thing thing that happens it happened in kipo it's just reverse <laughs> yeah um i i delaney i like i liked this that normal that badia was like i'm straight like i mean I, it make, like it makes sense I, I, it, I, I do feel like this is like an underrepresented reality like for the from the queer experience it is and like 
So, like, shows have been doing this thing where it's, like, like, so people are, like, obviously people are bi. Like, that's the thing. But, like, you have, like, a love triangle, and then they're, like, oh, we're going to solve this by making one of you bi. Like, that's been a thing that's been happening with television. And so, which is, like, I feel like it's very unrealistic, and they need to stop doing that. But then, and then, like, this, like, this is something that happens a lot. The, like, oh, I'm straight. And it's, like, darn it. Like. Right, like, like I think kids. I think these kids shows go for you know the few we've had with the the, the substantial queer up. We go for the happy ending. We go for oh the person yeah. does like you back. Which is good. We like happy endings. Which we like uh, more often than not, though it's it's not that. It's this, right? Like it's the yeah. it's it's this show. It's it's the no the the person is is straight and they're not into you and uh, I you know I'm I'm I I'm okay with more happy endings and it not exactly reflecting reality. But I feel like this is a very valuable story to be told like dead end to me is like the like queer rep show the the queer young show of this time period and i will say my analysis of the season i was like astounded by how just casually queer it was constantly yes and it i totally think this show that is like the queer show should have this experience reflected i feel like it makes a ton of sense at least from my perspective also, we can't all be dating each other at this, like, theme park. You should date people you work with, guys. Like, it's very clean. We go for the two ships <laughs> the, the two of yeah. the main characters type of thing. Uh, I guess also, like, uh, this show is very um, – uh, it, it's it's giving – every, especially in this season, giving everyone a very supportive environment to come up in. Like, uh, um, Norma, you know, it, it it ends up being pr- pretty nice. The experience of coming out to her mom, like her mom is just like immediately very supportive, and she's got logs as well to talk with, talk through with that experience. And you've also got Barney, who like obviously in the first season we went through his uh, his struggles with his family, but in season two, um, it seems like they're on like at least okay terms. So like just this season on the whole has been very uh, cl- uh, was very clean with with. Uh, with like get, making sure everybody's like supported, so that's why like uh, it's interesting seeing the tweet of like you got to balance. Let's give the gays everything they want because I think this season was pretty much outside of the you know re- getting re- getting rejected for uh, by, by someone straight. Like everything else, it does feel let's give the gays everything they want. So that, that's why I'm like thinking like if you if you rever- if you make it so that in season three um ba- badia like f- figures out her own queerness like that's def- i mean that that it's a supportive environment for sure but like if this is the one like rough patch and then we get there i think that the whole show is let's give the gays everything they want like the, uh, the, uh, if, then everybody has a happy ending let's which i think that. is most shows with queer representation like most children's shows with queer representation like you mentioned like there's there's been a lot of happy endings so um yeah, I, I would just say I'd be interested to see if they stuck with this, like with Baja being straight. Definitely a good point that Barney had a lot of strife in season one. There's a lot of uh, trauma explored there, and that's mostly not the focus of this season. Um, and yeah, this is the main kind of traumatic uh, queer thing that that's explored by by the show. Um, and that's a great point. Like maybe we shouldn't resolve this by actually body being like actually i'm i'm not straight in in season three i'm kind of not sure what delaney what do you think is the best way to to go with this um i mean i personally think they should date because (laughs) they should but i mean i think in this case it's like either or 
like this is one of those things where I don't think it has like the greatest bearing or I don't know like I'm also past like making things sad for no reason yeah, I like I feel that, but I think that you can do you can s- stick to this uh yes, like, not like, doing them and it's not like, sad. Yeah, like this isn't like the worst thing ever that's ever happened. Or maybe she realizes she's um she likes girls, but Norma has moved on. Which that happened to me. Like that that's what happened in my case. Yeah, that I actually could really see that, yeah. Um but Norma's moved on with Dagan or someone else or <laughs> not in, or doesn't want to date anyone right now. See, yeah, I, I seeing this. I would it, say it, I don't think them getting together would like. Um, I'm trying to think what the word. I don't want to say reverse, but I don't think it, it would necessarily reflect badly on the scene here. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think it like cancels it out. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, I, that I agree. With. I think that like you can still have an ending, a happy ending, but the 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 journey is still real in getting there, and that is still. We're still we still explored the space even if also, we're also gonna... this is like the Dolly Parton theme park. They can all be gay, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. So I don't I, I was I I really like uh kind of exploring this here. I, I mean I don't know if we saw it coming that they were gonna so blatantly go in this direction. Um I think that, that I was really good. shook that it was like like thought that um Norma was like, Yeah, I like you. I was like, What? This never happens. I, I something is like for all the you know like coming outs that we've gotten to see in animation just hearing the words i'm straight is also like not right really <laughs> she's very she's very brave that. for coming out of straight in 2022 yeah, <laughs> i was like oh wow um okay that, well even right. well, even it's still a big deal that um norma's like i'm bi mm-hmm. yeah let's like, go a lot of these shows and a lot of like you know, particularly like shows that we have covered you know, there's fantasy stuff going on. Sometimes they they say their feelings. Sometimes they just kiss. So you know, it's kind of different for like we get to declare our sexualities. Granted, right. this is also like you know we we would call this you know, ex- this and the Owl House are like you know the closest to like real. This sounds ridiculous because of the subject matter of these shows, but like real world, like they're set in our world with like nonsense around it. Yeah, and yeah, we can get into Norma saying she's by in episode seven. Uh, definitely related to this discussion. Uh, yeah, and w- without getting into spoilers for another show, which uh, obvious evident comparisons here, but we're not going to get into spoilers. Yeah, so, so many, so many comparisons. Yeah, I have uh, for that. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I mean Norma. Like, so first of all, it's like Norma has a crush on on Badia, and then we get to episode seven. It's like, no, actually, Norma's specifically saying she's by. Um, I was shocked by this too. I didn't know. I didn't get spoiled. Like, oh my gosh! Like, uh, Norma says she's by. She says it many times. Um, so happy for her. Very. I mean, happy for. Her. I love how the episode handled it. Her and Logs talking about it, talking about their experiences. Um, Logs isn't out to his mom. They tell she. He mentioned Asian parents. Um, I, I. Norma just like I mean you know obviously can't be understated. I've never seen a character in a kids animated show say they're by like this like nope. multiple times like out loud. Um I I was shook and it's like incredibly meaningful and uh you know I we we've we've gone from shows show these shows never like specifically mention labels and I think recently we're seeing that they're capable but before like recently it's like uh 
we we can't we don't talk about labels and i think it's very realistic especially for young people um a lot of young people just identify as queer in general right like and and so i think that's that's so valid too but like getting into the specific label of um just what specific enumerating your identity out loud and uh, definitively and um in a way that relates to those closest to you i mean I, it was i thought it was so beautiful um and yeah, I, I literally never thought we would see this. Like, I don't know. Well, I just, uh, we, honest, we, we've, go ahead. Well, on the flip side of that, to me, it felt so mundane. And that's what I liked about it. It felt very mundane. And it's like in a, in a, in like a totally like, uh, human, like, uh, family storyline. And I loved yeah. that. Um, well, like this, her, her and Logs just like having that conversation in the bedroom. Like, that feels like something like, you know, like just teens. <laughs> like it's just like it's such a natural setting for it. It, it feels it feels right. So it it comes up there. Well, just the, the how much progress we've made, like with anime, like all the shows we've covered. Like I like this didn't like I was like oh yeah cool. I know, and it's like obviously not uh, not every show. No show is dead end. I mean, we've never seen a show be able to be this free with what it's exploring. Um, and you know, most shows don't have the freedom of you know, at least this in this example of what Netflix uh, provides here. But uh, I mean, in season one, Barney says he's trans mm-hmm. out loud like this. And yeah. exp- we explore that space in a way that we haven't seen from a show like this um, before. Uh, High Guardian Spice also shout out there. And then like, we continue exploring that in this season. And Badia says she's bi and like, mm-hmm. never seen that, never thought we'd be capable of seeing that. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's really, it cannot be understated kind of how remarkable this is compared to like, we've been talking about representation in, in kids animation on this, on this podcast for like many years. Um, I don't know. I didn't see it going. I didn't see, I didn't think we'd, we'd get to this point. I don't know. And I'm, I'm like, uh, general, I'm not like, like really pessimistic or anything or like in, in, in this regard, it's just uh dead ends remarkable. I don't know. Really I, it is. Yeah. Um, and, and, also, I, I and also recognizing like the power that they have and like to take the space to do this. Yeah. And, and, and like, like Dead End, like has, like, it's, it like was able to be carved out as like a, a queer show here, I think, in, in Netflix's eyes. And, um, we really like go for it in many ways. And I like really appreciate that so much and, and what we go for in so many different aspects here. Um, and it's like not just, Norma's like generally, you know, likes girls and, and like that would be also great, but like she's like saying specifically bi and we explore that experience and uh, her and her mom, I think it's so beautiful. Um, so her, cute. Her mom's like, I thought, yeah, I thought you'd be cool with it as like she's squishing her face. It's, it's, it's great. And then uh, the dolls. And then what? The army of dolls. Yeah, is that related? <laughs> <laughs> there was a mean girls reference, which we all know is a game. Yes. Well, that's another reason why this is my favorite. Is this what's your guys' favorite episode of the season? I really like the wrestling episode. Okay, that's uh three. Yeah. Yes. It's, also, yeah. that's another the trials of Barney, and also that's another um, wrestling is for the gays. That's another. That's another quote. Yeah. Yeah, that that's one that that's the, the the one of the season where where Barney uh, re- references being trans again, mentioning bi- a binder and like a, a, his uh, be, being comfortable in a gym situation, like just the very real things that don't get talked about a lot in the this level of media. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I would say, and yeah, I was going to mention next that um, continuing on this topic, kind of the the Bar- Barney trans experience uh, representation, mainly through this this scene, which he says, you know, he's going to the Demon World gyms because nobody cares what he looks like, which I thought was mm-hmm. really really beautiful, like thing to eloquently explored in such a simple manner by the show. And I also, also they've been very respectful in the flashbacks. Yes. Absolutely. We see this flashback to younger Pugsley um, and younger Barney there. Um, and then I think the other one is just referencing that things are good with his family now. They're not talking to the grandma, but he's he's on a better relationship. With, Maybe with season three is like God and grandma are the villains. <laughs> <laughs> Grandma's our true villain of season yeah, three. Yeah. yeah. Alex, what about your favorite episode? Uh, I, I, I think I, I think all dolled up would be a a choice i'd be happy with um i I also like this the 1600 uh, one the the birthday one i thought that one was just a lot of fun and also like has some normal stuff too and especially the her interactions with zagan um are 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 pretty nice so um yeah that that, that, like group of apps of episodes are are really fun yeah, that's a, that's a good one. I, and the finale episode's really good. Um, but yeah, so I'm checking to see if I have other things to say about Seven. Yeah, like I said in the beginning, I just, I love it so much, all dot up. I mean, it's partly Pauline, but mostly the Norma stuff. Um, Your obsession with Pauline is so funny. We can talk more about that. Oh, so I was going to say the other, other, only other representation thing uh, is uh, Norma being autistic representation, right? Yes. Um, I thought that uh, it was very present uh, in this season. Um, yes. well, I, I, like, I'm not qualified to, uh, to talk about this. Uh, I thought that from what I, what I saw, I thought that it was like handled really well in terms of it's like very clear what the show is doing and presenting her as autistic while at the same time showing her as like lovable, rootable protagonist who, uh, who's like, has tons of people that, uh, love her and she loves and just like presenting her as this like fully fleshed out character and presenting and, her as autistic at the same time and being so. able to have like i mean i mean she's not being very successful at the moment but like she's capable of romance yeah absolutely that's yeah that that is the the, the yeah definitely um and which is a whole romance plot in here potentially multiple if the zagan <laughs> thing's real um, season three norma's like beating the ladies off with a stick <laughs> like yeah Sadia exactly. and zagan are like norma and norma's like oh my god yeah um, I think episode seven did have a, some some great Norma autistic moments as well. Um, so, yeah, Norma's just uh, I, I do think we were heading into season two being like, this is this the Norma season? You know, is this the season she's going to shine? And I do think probably she's like even more of the main character than Barney this season. Yeah, no, we get we get a lot of Norma. Yeah, she's she's fantastic. I, I just I really love all dolled up so much. Um, you know, everything with with uh, Norma and uh and her mom um, was uh, in- incredibly explored. That character very impactful in in such a in such a short time. Just her, how her being by is ties into like her and her mom's relationship and how they have the conversation in the attic about that um, and them connecting. Um, also, her it, mom is great. Yeah, she is great. It's like she's she's doing all the Pauline stuff. Uh, it's like oh, that's just to con- to connect with Norma. Uh, I was very heartbroken at the beginning of the episode. Norma's like, I don't stand Pauline anymore. I was <laughs> like, I understand, but. <laughs> the pancakes uh, were cracking me up. That was the. The pancake, she says, on her to-do list, publish myself, insert Pauline BFF fanfic. Nope, that's not it. Gotta publish. If you wrote it, you, you just have to publish it. Come yeah, on, you should publish yeah, it on. anyway. 
and you just send well, it to you, the you can look if it's like archive you can just publish it and then abandon it like you don't even have to have your name <laughs> on it i did that it's you fine. did that yeah i abandoned like all of my old fix oh no it's just now it's just it's just like my new account and the 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 owl house fix <laughs> yeah uh that yeah that's normal with her old pauline fix yes. um and oh another another amazing thing about seven is in how it ties into eight uh what's really creatively done because you see logs coming in and uh you're like what is logs oh and then we're like this is why here? he cried why he was like we have to fix the chandelier yes and then you rewatch seven after you've watched eight and there's so and it's 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 hilarious i mean it's the chandelier so that's why he's free okay so i legitimately was like did barney die though because like how logs was acting and then yeah I, no and norma's like but did barney die and no literally yes no, literally. <laughs> how many times are we gonna kill barney like oh one, once per season we got one more to go <laughs> one more death like, i do think it's it's very funny that logs is just casually in there talking to norma when barney's dead you re- you realize the next episode like, yeah and i'm like and then also like he keeps calling and Bob just calling and then we integrate that yeah but it's like oh my god i know like like logs is very chill i think logs is too chill i think this was too chill of a reaction i mean he was like he was like hyperventilating in in episode eight so get out of there he had the kid go but but hey he he realized that dora was going through stuff too it was like good i got something more grounded that i can focus on that's a valid way of dealing with your problems I'm just, it was really funny though. Like, he's crying and like fixing the chandelier. Yeah. And then he like keeps saying like things that like don't make sense. Like, I know. And then chandelier's all... a silent killer. And then yeah. like something about the Christmas lights. It, it all, it, it, it ties into, and it, it's really, it's really well done it's and really, really funny. Good. Um, but, uh, I think yeah. they did a really good job with those two episodes, like together. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, Pauline quickly. Uh, I don't know. I just think she's so funny. Um, <laughs> I think her energy contrasts, I think, with everything that's going on so well. Like, I feel like the show needs the sarcastic force. She's also, she's just so terrible. Yeah, except that I, I root for her. I don't care. I don't. Well, that's fine. Well, I just think it's funny because kind of like the show's kind of really wholesome and like everything. But yeah, they, they, they're they like, oh yeah, Pauline's, yeah. And then we have evil dog lean into it. And possessing, and then she goes to the, the park after. But also, the like, best... the constant obsession with, like, needing a body. Like, it was so, like, it was honestly annoying. Like, she was like, I need a body. <laughs> like, shut up, Pauline. I know, like, we no can do it. It's good. We go back to that. And then her big moment in the finale when uh, she, she sits, yeah. stops them from falling. Uh, and uh, She's like, I'm redeemed. Say, I saved everyone. I'm finally redeemed. Yep, I agree. I agree. And then Norma's like, no. Yeah, Norma's <laughs> like, no. It's so Stay good. Close. I love that moment at the also, end. Also, leaving everything to Barbora while... Yeah, that's that's a good move in the beginning. That's true. Right? That's the opening scene. Um, yeah, let's keep Doll Pauline in yeah, all of season three. Yeah, I'm really about Doll Pauline. Like, it's really funny. And also that she, like, hid in her backpack. Yeah. And then, yeah. like, she gets, like, knocked into... She, uh, body, like, flips a ball onto her. So funny. Alex, any <laughs> Pauline thoughts? Um, not Pauline specifically, but like you mentioning that like the energy was kind of missing for a lot of the season. I think that that's also compounded by the fact that like also Courtney, like in the first season, she's also a a source of like a lot of gremlin antagonistic energy. And like because of her arc in this season of like eventually getting to figure out she's a fallen angel, like she doesn't get as many of those moments either. So like there, there, there is a little bit missing of like the, the, the bat the um the the mean person of the squad <laughs> like there's nobody who's like 
to the point where like when that one episode where they're cloning each other and they have like evil evil um evil barney and evil norma like that that brought the energy for a little bit but uh yeah there's, and you there's have no, like, like super nice therapist courtney so good yeah that that was a, that was a good bit but like just over the course of the season there wasn't like a consistent source for that and so that that's also like something that felt missing compared to season one where that was always around i agree and we can talk about the courtney storyline from the season and now, now we can just have pocket polling you just... Yeah, pocket, po- pocket, po- yeah, pocket, she'll, she'll do, she'll be fine. But no, I, we, <laughs> why did we get rid of Courtney's mean girl energy this season? Yeah, he's trying to be good. Like I, I, I'm glad, I'm happy for her. But I mean, she not... still, she, she did like succeed in and also fail at dipping out multiple times. So yeah, like, I mean, I think she's good. still Courtney. You know, like I don't, I don't, I'm not going to be too extreme about this, but like. uh you know, I like Courtney to me was the standout character of season one. Um, and I didn't really feel that way about season two. I thought she had some good moments, but for the most part, a subdued Courtney season. This mm-hmm. was more Norma. And then there were just honestly, like everyone was a little bit more background. We focused on Norma. And also there's just kind of a lot going on. A lot of Pugly, too. I, I think that a lot of Pugly focus kind of took away from other people here. The show is about Pugsley. Uh, Courtney, for, were there any Courtney moments uh, in particular, Alex? Um, I think in the party, she, uh, the, she's got uh, some fun stuff going on. She, she's uh, executing the uh, un, uh, unauthorized portals, like again, yeah. Rick and Mo- Rick and Morty stuff. Right? <laughs> uh, um, and you know, I I did find it a little endearing. Like she finally finds somebody else like her, the the blue version of her. Like, oh wow, wow, I gotta like figure figure this out like oh, other people like me and so that that i think that's a good setup for the reveal at the end of the end of the season i, I think her leading the the fallen demon revolution uh, fallen the angel revolution was pretty good Who's like, sandwiches? yeah <laughs> using their desire for lo- the lunch breaks more often than once every hundred years or how 500 it was 500 years 500. It was brutal yeah, yeah. They, they they needed something a little more than that. So I felt I, really bad for the guy who didn't get his sandwich. <laughs> Very sad. Yeah, that was good. Good stuff with Courtney with the revolution. I agree. Um, Courtney's the support group we mentioned. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, oh, we, and, we, then, and then the watcher is like, "You're going to commit treason against your own kind." And she's like, "Good." Wow. And she unleashes everybody. Yeah, it's good. Will we see other Courtneys in season three if they're all free now? Probably. At, at least the blue one, I hope. <laughs> the one he, was, I, he was kind of a character, so yeah. She's just been, like, doing magic. So, like, is she going to start doing, like, angel magic? Like, Right. Was her ma- Yeah, I guess her magic was demon magic, but she's capable of angel magic. Um, super unclear. Well, I think she also just, like, just does whatever. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, very, I, maybe even more so than any character, I'm very interested if we get the season three, what Courtney's storyline will be, because I feel like she's at a very interesting place now. Yeah. Um, learning who's learning her, her true identity. Mm. What does that mean for her sense of self? What does that mean for how she's going to react in the world? Uh, oh, also, I just want to comment on the meta of it being a very good pull to get Haley Joel Osment as the blue guy, since Courtney is voiced by his sister. Um, oh, nice. I, 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 th- I think that's just like very good work there by the casting director. Has to be back now. Blue. Yeah. Nice. Uh, okay. How about Pugsley? Uh, learning magic from Fingers this season. 
Don't, um, don't. He needs to stop learning magic from questionable sources. <laughs> Delaney, any uh, Pugs favorite Pugsley moments? Oh, it's not really a Pugsley moment, but the evil fork, the evil spoon is really good. Yeah, the the, the whole dinner. I mean, that, that comes back in other There's episodes. so many times the evil spoon is there. It's great. Yeah. Alex, anything Pugsley? Um, I think that that episode where he keeps uh, reversing time to try to stop it, like that's a good Pugsley episode. It's like he's realizing the power he has, but also he's gotta like just let things happen sometimes. So you know, he's just exhausted. Yeah, yeah. So like, uh, I think that's a that's a good Pugsley moment. Um, in general, like the uh, the first half of the season is kind of a uh, a little. In my, in my opinion, it gets a little tired of like Pugsley feeling like I can't do anything. Like I I need to be more useful to the group. Like I, I it did it got a little wary on me, but like he it, it kind of goes away because he does eventually like, control his his magic or get gets get gets stronger at it, so it becomes less of an issue. But um that 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 particular plotline was not clicking with me. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't get too much out of the fingers Pugsley, but, um, I think that the, yeah, the Ferris wheel one, I think is really good. Um, I have an actual one. Yes. Um, I really, I just liked him a lot in the wrestling episode, especially when he's like acting like, um, he's like, is there another dog? Oh yeah. That, that's, that's, oh. <laughs> and he goes from like not wanting Barney to wrestle to being like, no, you have to let him do it. Yeah, that's good. I, I just remembered also in the Sweet Sixteen episode, uh, Pugsley and Tim Lucas's new so flesh good. vessel. Yeah, and they're like having a drink and like talking. So good, A plus. Yeah, I guess Tim Lucas is just in the sky now. Yeah, he's <laughs> the, just the sky. Yeah, that's good. Um, uh, we, I mean, we talked a lot about queer up, and we didn't even that much get into Barney and Logs, so we can talk about that now. Uh, but uh, we have. The episode two with the evil twins, Barney says uh, love to Logs and they're FaceTiming. But then at the end, Logs says, I love you back to Barney. And they're really just casually saying I love you so much this season. It's kind of remarkable. It's good stuff. Very classically gay. When when is the Lumity I love you? That's what this makes me. That's wanna... a good question. I will say they're 14. Yeah, I do forget that these are like older children. <laughs> I was like, Norma's seventeen. Is Bar- is Barney also seventeen? Uh, good question. I assume he is somewhere. Yeah, I would just there. assume they're all like. Yeah, he's seventeen. Okay. Says Wikipedia. Okay. Thank you, Wikipedia. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, you're, it's a more mature relationship, but uh, yeah, I mean, he and Logs just generally cute. I think the the whole the uh, the dinner. So the. Logs meeting Barney's parents. I think there's a lot of good stuff in there as well. I mean, his like awkward smile is like the worst thing I've ever seen. Also, I need yeah. Logs to shave his face. Oh, no, no. Yeah, I have big opinions on his whiskers. I'm like, oh, I was so mad when I don't remember which episode it is. Or, or oh, I think it's it is it's the dinner because um, Barney's talking like is like daydreaming at his parents' house. He's talking about log and he's like in his little chin, his little whiskers. And I was like, no. <laughs> Logs is valid. <laughs> his facial hair. Though. Um, well, stuff about Logs wanting to be an actor. You got some, the, some of that, right? Apparently everyone at the park wants to be an actor. Which, uh, from my understanding, is very accurate to theme park it is um, very accurate. workers. 
Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I thought it some good, good Barney Log stuff this season. I think uh, we're due. Maybe uh, a big date thing with them. I, I, I like the, the check-ins on like the fact that like Logs is also like figuring his way out the, uh, through this. Like it seems like this is his first um uh, like out. It seems like it's his first out gay relationship. So like it, it, there's like a lot of like looks into like his insecurities and like uh, you know try the the, the it's, it, this isn't new just for Barney. Like Logs is also figuring things out. I I, I, I like seeing that side also represented. Yeah, it's good. Oh, yeah, them on the Ferris wheel, uh, Barney, yeah. super jealous. Yeah. Also, he's Josh. Yeah, Josh. What do we think about Josh? Oh, that was a, that was the hit. Tanya was like, "Oh no, she was she was when uh, Baidya said Josh was kind of cute. She was like, no. Oh yeah. Oh, okay, that's the hint. Interesting. Yeah, uh, she, she can think he's cute and be bi. I'm just true. <laughs> yeah, might be where we're going. Any other Barney logs? stuff i mean okay this is gonna sound awful but like i don't know you don't get this a lot like we got to see logs be like really upset that barney died (laughs) (laughs) also like they've been dating like 10 minutes i'm just like oh my god barney just died it's dramatic yeah um i i think also like there's a conversation they they have where bart Bart is like you just need to accept that like i'm gonna die every once in a while (laughs) Fine. I guess, oh, well, yeah, I guess it's accurate. Like, yeah, this is the second time. And he's like, what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, we, we briefly touched on this, but like in, in the conversation with, with Logs and, uh, and, and Norma, like the, the detail of like, you know, it, it, the relation, the, the dynamic of coming out with Asian parents is a little different than other, than other ethnicities. So, um, it was, well, I, I think none of us here have expertise in there, but I've heard experiences from people, uh, from, from Asian friends that like, uh, so it's nice to hear that called out as well. Yeah. And I like that we gave Logs a lot of personal uh, details kind of in this this big Norma conversation episodes. Logs not out now to his mom. Mm-hmm. Um, he's out, he's a little sister out to his little sister though, right? Like so, we, I feel like we learn a lot about about uh, him as well, even in this in a small some small moments. Um, any we can start to get into. Any other things from the season? Alex, anything come to mind we haven't talked about that you want to get into? Um, well, uh, um, spe- speaking of the music, um, in the wrestling episode, another nice part of that is that there's like a, a training montage song, which like, you know, it's, 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 it's about par for other shows that made up montage songs, but it was still funny. Like, it's, I it's, just it's, like that song. It's good, good musical comedy there. Um, yeah, other than that, uh, yeah, that's kind of I, I I I like the look of the prison and just the look of of uh, of the angel world, like very uh, very blocky, very imposing, um, very clean. I, I I like the 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 idea to give angels like physical donut halos, like <laughs> halos. Yeah. You usually think like there's like rings of light, but it's literally like a physical part of their head. <laughs> like. I, I I felt that was a very inspired choice of designing like that, uh, and, and and like just like de- them being angry, it's like it's like kind of cute, like, <laughs> like um yeah. So uh yeah, I think that that's those are my only scattered thoughts that we hadn't gotten to. Uh, do we like the ghosts in the Barney dies episode? 
I want to um, know, with like, was it just a ghost orb? Is that what that deal was with um, Henrietta? Yeah, is she just a ghost orb? Because I know there I was like because so. Norma had like a throwaway line of, "Oh, I hope it's a ghost orb." <laughs> we also had Zombie Barney. Zombie episode. Barney was was pretty funny. I know. Mm-hmm. And then Courtney's mm-hmm. like, "I don't see a difference." So surprise, Bill Farmer appearance. Uh, I can only think of Amphibia when I hear his voice now. <laughs> Yeah, and I did like we got the. I think I remembered him from our history of Pauline episodes. That that husband, nice to Ch- Chester get into him more. Um, yeah, well, Zagan give Norma her six 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 number. That was oh yeah, fun. that was good. Yeah, so I guess Zagan Zagan's into it. Okay. Oh, and Barbara has that tiger. Barbara has that tiger. Yeah, she got Pauline's white tiger. Oh, okay. That's not yeah. important, but I just suddenly remembered that was a thing. I mean, that's pretty cool, so. Um, but ba- Badia giving Norma bowling shoes was a very, Adorable. A, a very sweet move. Also, uh, have a name on it. Like, is that not the gayest nonsense? Yeah. <laughs> like, what? I was, yeah. okay, I was, I was pretty upset. Like, that happened, and then she's like, I'm straight. I'm like, really? <laughs> I know, that that was the yeah. try to lead you to it's like, being possible. Yeah. Any, any other moments? I feel like we've covered them all. Like, I will say, begin big stain out of the season's gourd, like, for no reason. Any other gourd, gourd stuff? Well, when they chased him, that was pretty good. Also, you can't get rid of gourd. When, when everything is destroyed and the giant war between angels and demons concludes and everything is blown up, it'll just be gourd. Yeah, they should have had gourd came out during the... Yes. <laughs> the death of this <laughs> world. Like oh history, yeah. I said we'll get more Gord. I'm sure. Why is the universe centered on this theme park? Because we're the neutral plane. Just the theme park. Well, I guess. Elevator. Oh, that was something they said. Like, I mean, I don't think it's that important, but they were like travel between planes. It has to be done through an elevator. Right. So there's this one of many elevators potentially. So that's pretty interesting. Yeah. Delaney, every theme yes. park has an elevator. So, like Disneyland has an elevator. Yeah, so the, the hell are yeah. all at theme parks. This makes sense. I yeah, it. I would. It would be. I would be interested to see a second elevator. Something. Yeah, that's definitely on the table. Yeah, and they're going on a road trip. They're going to go stumble upon another elevator, and Barney's going to be like, "Are you serious?" <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Maybe they. Yeah, that could be the end on that because we know they're on the road. So that'd be pretty fun. Okay, Delaney, final thoughts here. I really like this season. Um, I'm excited for hopefully season three um, because they have to bring Pugsley back because that was rude. And um, more music. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hope so. Alex. Yeah. Yeah. This season was, uh, was very fun to talk about and to watch. Um, I, I, I think it is important to just shout out like how, uh, unique it is and how uh, how direct it can be in representing um so many different uh corners of uh of que- of queerness uh compared to other queer dumb is that the word <laughs> yeah, that's official uh, okay okay uh but yeah so um it, it's it's done a lot there and i think that that like makes it that that alone makes this uh, just uh, very important to to watch but also like it, it does it in a way that like it, it's very it, it, as delaney has mentioned multiple times it's like in a mundane gra- grounded way that it, it weaves it in it's just um, a good show yeah yeah yep great season of dead ends uh 
you know, uh, the the dolled up episode one on one of my going to be one of my favorites of the year. Uh, looking forward to season three. Definitely hoping for musical episode maybe uh norma badja follow up the norma relationship for pugsley <laughs> for pugsley yeah because i want him back he's coming back you don't need to sacrifice <laughs> anything <laughs> I, I'd, I'd like to sacrifice pugsley for a musical episode but he he's like one of the stars of the musical episode though. it's true but you know there's other singers out there give give logs more more lines yeah and i'll say on my wish list barney logs uh Kind of bigger, bigger feature. Yeah. That'd be up there, too. Um, Courtney, existential angst. I guess that was kind of this season, but Courtney, existential angst part two. That's just her constant state. Look, there's a a lot. Now that we talked through it, there's definitely a lot of interesting things we could be doing here. So uh, looking forward to this if we get the season three of Dead End and let us know what you thought of season two um, and everything we talked about here. Uh, wherever you're listening, you can leave a comment. Uh, check out our Owl House discussion recently on the Season 3 special for similar topics at some various points discussed. Um, and you can consider supporting us via Patreon at patreon.com slash overlyanimated. Thanks to all our current patrons, especially our patron podcast, Needle. Yay. And thanks to our star patrons, like producers, Steve, Michael, and Phonition. That worked out, Needle. Dead-end fans. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Okay. Uh, that will be it for our dead end discussion. Thank you guys for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.